2: Uh, Clap if you're from these United States of America. Clap if you're from anywhere else in the world. Were you clapping for other people or are you clapping for, where are you from? Sweden, Sweden, welcome to the show. (laughs) Round of applause for Sweden, everybody. Sweden's my favorite. And where were you guys from? (laughs) Oh, you clapped for somebody. You were clapping for them. Where are you from? I like the clap for other people type of clap. That's a good clap. And where are you guys from? Germany. Germany. Welcome to Germany, everybody. We got people from around the world. Sweden's my favorite country on earth. Number one favorite. I've never uh, been there. But, no, because I played Risk, and it's like, it's a great. Here's what's my favorite Sweden. I can tell you. I used to do the Swedish uh, Chamber of Commerce, uh, the, what is it? The, the Midsummer's Festival events. Every summer when I was living in China, I would do comedy for like 300 Swedish people. And here's, it's Midsummer's Festival is, is like their big holiday, right? Pretty big. Now stick with me, you gotta say yes. For me, for this to make sense, people have to believe that I'm telling the truth. I'm exhausted already. So I would do the Midsummer's party. And in my American brain, most of us are Americans, in my American brain, this is what a holiday is. This has been drilled into me as an American. This is all our only options. This is why we celebrate. We celebrate because Jesus was born, Jesus died, we started a war, or we ended a war. That's it. And then in Sweden, I was like, why do you have Midsummer's festival? And they're like, It's summer? <laughs> we enjoy summer? And I was like, that's the best country on earth. There's no Jesus, anything, there's like, right? And then people wear, but they do wear the Midsummer's Festival, they all get out, and then they wear like the thing around their head, like the crown of thorns, like a Jesus crown of thorns. And I was like, oh, is that because of Jesus? And they're like, no, dude, it's not, we don't give a shit about Jesus, we just wear it. And then they had a thing where you slam, you slam a cross into the ground, and everyone danced around the cross, right? Uh, a yeah, maple? A maple? You're really slowing this down. (laughs) A maple. It looked like a cross and they're slamming it. And I was like, why do you slam that cross on the ground? Is that for Jesus? And they're like, absolutely not. There's no Jesus in Sweden. I don't think, they're like, this is true. We dance around the cross because the cross symbolizes a penis going into a vagina. Best country on earth. (laughs) Welcome to the show, Sweden. You guys are doing baijo shots immediately. That's fantastic. Here's, here's what this podcast is, okay? I was living in China for 12 years. I came back to the United States of America, I know. My entire adult life was in another country outside of my own country. And unlike you from Germany and you from Sweden, did you, if you have an accent, I come back to my country and people are like, why don't you? You're American, you're, I, I, I'm just a moron, that's it. That's all you are when you leave your country for 12 years, you come back and you're a functioning idiot. Basic things I don't know about this country. So I got Kaplan on and were like, t- teach me stuff. And it turns out he knows nothing either, so that didn't help. <laughs> but basic things I know nothing. Like, basic, basic. Like, I wear contact lenses. I wear glasses, Germany. I wear them. Glasses, contacts. I went to the store when I came back to buy them. The dude told me that in America, you needed to have a doctor's prescription first to buy contact lenses. You can't just buy them. Is that true? Sweden, is that true? You know, yes. So, okay, if that's true, like, if that's true, then why? Like I understand if it's medication, but is anyone overdosing on vision? That makes no sense. Like what's the worst part? It's like, oh, Turner died in a tragic sight accident yesterday. He was driving a car and the objects in the mirror was exactly as far away as they like it makes no sense in America you can buy guns and alcohol over the counter, but you can't buy contacts. It's like, yeah, you can get drunk and shoot people. You're just not allowed to see them. As long as they're fuzzy, do whatever you want.
0: It's the land of the free, baby.
2: Alright, we ready to get this show started?
3: Yeah.
2: We got a ton of great comedians coming up here. Oh, one last thing. Also, I talked to the Ming River Baijiu people, uh, the best alcohol on earth. They're here tonight, and they said they're down to give away a few drinks, a few shots, a few cocktails. So raise your hands. This guy, very quick. One here, one for Germany, one for Sweden. You got to keep, wow, we have two, America's got to step it up here. <laughs> Germany and Sweden both immediately said yes. And then this guy, I don't know where, what. No way. Delta Sigma House also said yes. All right, we got three. Delta said we got LA, we got Germany, we got Sweden, and we got guy next to Germany, West Germany. We got West Germany. One for West Germany. Actually, he's bald. East Germany. We got one from East Germany. Oh, settle down, you motherfucker. Are we ready to get the show going? I think I said that a minute ago. But let's go. Let's go. You guys, I'm a fantastic co-host. This is the man who's supposed to be teaching me about America. He's going to find all about it. Put your hands together right now for Michael Iver. Kaplan, ladies and gentlemen. Kaplan, how you doing? I'm
4: going to try to get sitting down right this time. Each time I come out here, I screw it up. I Kaplan, got it right. you're drinking I get a right?
2: beer. You yep. should be drinking Ming River Baijiu. All right. Well, I didn't raise my hand. No one could
4: see me. I was back there. So. Oh, let's get a
2: Baijiu for Kaplan. Get everybody, get me a Baijiu, Baijiu
4: shot. A big cup. They drink it in a big cup in China, right? Like not like in a shot glass, like in a.
2: They drink it in a shot glass or a cup. Yeah, no, I went like a big one, like a. So what's going on, Kaplan? <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good.
4: Uh, look at all this. Crap. I hear it's before we get going. Ever.
2: This is our biggest crowd ever. Thank you all for coming out. This is the biggest crowd we've had.
4: Yeah, biggest crowd. Thank you, thank you. Kaplan, Kaplan,
2: Uh, I
4: I think you you have an announcement to make, do you not? I do. I want to start the show by saying this. Happy birthday, Jan Kaplan, my mom right here. Kaplan's mom is here, here, everybody! I don't know how old she is. What? I don't know how old she is because I can't do the math.
2: That's
4: that's probably a good thing.
2: But she's up there, so... (laughs) She's so, up there, says Michael Ira Kaplan. Yeah. In <laughs> regards to his mom, who came all the way from Allentown, yes, Pennsylvania. Yes. But, you know, I'm, I'm up there, too. For her uh, son to say in front of a crowd of people yeah, that yeah. she is up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But congratulations, they're coming. Thank you. But <laughs> Well, for many more up there's to come, round of yeah. applause. Yeah, round of applause. Everyone, everyone's, everyone buy her buy two shots. And now Birth, that, A birthday
4: buy two shot for her, too. Let's get one.
2: I think we're running low, but we'll yeah. see if Ming River can make it happen. By, All right. by, well, by I'll, I'll buy one. So what's going on?
4: So, But I'm concerned because my parents, you know, they're, they're getting up there, as I just said. Yep. They're going to retire. They're going to retire? They're going to retire, I think, at some point.
2: Okay. You mean but that they're, they're going to retire? Your... I
4: mean, stagger going to retire? We, we got news
2: going to move? Yes. Okay. They're saying yes. They're, yeah. they say yes. They, I think they are. So okay. I'm concerned
4: because I am a podcaster. This doesn't pay a lot of money.
2: You don't want mom to cut you off at age 40. Yeah. Is what you're saying? Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. I got kids. I have two kids. Sure. So I'm a little nervous. They're going to blow through all the money. Okay, well, I have just the idea. What do you got?
2: Oh, look at that. How good is this bit, everybody? Come on. (laughs) Cablin's parents are going to retire soon, but guess what? I'll move it along. I found a list from Newsweek Magazine. All right. What do you got? The top three places to retire for less than $30,000 a year.
4: Uh, uh, you can use up to thir- I think it says up to 30. So they can, they can spend 30 a
2: year. So they can spend $30,000 a year, they cannot blow your inheritance, yes. and they can retire and have a good time? Yes. So here's what we're gonna do. Here's what we're <laughs> gonna do, Jan Kaplan. I will remind you, you're not Mike tonight. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna pick, we're gonna go through the top three places. Uh huh. We'll yeah. go back and forth, and then Jan Ka- Pat Kaplan what, what, can pick which is, out of these three is the best place for her to retire what, what, for under $30,000 a year. Kaplan, first place, Costa Rica. Under $30,000 a year. Has anyone been to Costa Rica? Wow! LA's been to Costa Rica. What'd you do there? I uh, studied the rainforest there. You studied the rainforest there. You smoked pot. You're supposed to surf. Dude, they got a fucking rainforest. Did UCLA Extension pay for that? What happened? Study the rainforest. How much, and, and okay, what'd you think? How was the rainforest? It's still there?
4: <laughs> we haven't chopped that one down yet. Working our, well, they're working their way up. They haven't chopped
2: them down exactly. yet. Exactly. It was beautiful. That's, yeah. that's the dissertation. Yeah. But no,
4: Costa Rica, what, what's the reason to live in Costa Rica? Like, what, what's the positives? Just it's nice No, weather. the only
2: positives they give us is under $30,000 a year. Oh. Here's what I think is... <laughs> that's the positive? Your... Well, here's what I think uh, a negative is. In, in my opinion, everyone I know... Basically, I, I, I'm, I'm Gentile, you're Jewish. Every Gentile right. I know... That's retires pretty clear. You don't
4: have to announce that to everyone.
2: They figure that out. Every <laughs> Gentile retires to Costa Rica. That's the place they go. They so do? you don't want to go there. Right. It's you don't like want
4: to go where the Gentiles there. are. No.
2: That, that, you won't be able to get food. It's, it's, it's old. It's like grandparent Gentiles and then just like, do, like burnouts, like, like <laughs> our friend who <laughs> studies <laughs> the rain. It's a lot of people studying the rainforest. Let's say that. Maybe my mom's passion has always been to study the rainforest, but we'll pretend Jay, it's not. Are you into the rainforest? Are you into smoking pot with a UCLA student? <laughs> she's, she's not into either. Neither? Not, not any, anymore? she oh, said. I, uh, get, her,
4: get her some Baijo. So, I, yeah, I think what you're saying is Costa Rica is like trendy. People don't want to say they live in Florida. The other thing with Costa they Rica. They want to move to Costa Rica, which is really the new Florida, right? That's what you're telling me? Yeah, but, for but it's
2: not. Yes, and it's here's a, one more thing. It's like anytime something it's all shady people it's all people who've been on Dateline NBC one too many times <laughs> and then one being
4: on once is one, once time. Is one too <laughs> many a, yeah. to
2: be caught and then they they go to Costa Rica and they open some beach bar and it's a disaster that's not yeah. where you want to go Jan Kaplan there's no class in Costa Rica that's what I'm saying shout out to the Costa Ricans in the audience they have good coffee there though next no. country <laughs> alright what's next Cambodia oh <laughs>
4: You're, are you going alpha, You just start at C and we're just going alphabetically? No. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Has anyone been to Cambodia in the house? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, You've both been there. Wow. What did you guys do there? Bicycle. You bicycled. They bicycled. You smoked Cambodia. pot with this guy. <laughs> Was there a rainforest in Cambodia too? Yeah, we bombed us. Wait, you guys really went to, you know, you can buy, they have City Bike in New York City. Does anyone speak English? <laughs> Can we translate that for the house? Yeah, no. It's, it's, so
4: it's a good place to bike. My mom loves biking. My dad... No. Just, just kidding. They're not, they're not bikers. So I don't think it's a good option.
2: I've been to, to Cambodia. Can yeah, I say this? Tell me about it. Uh, here are the positives, Jan. 25-cent <laughs> beers. Oh. A bunch of people who look like they need 25-cent beers. That's a negative. Uh, oh, there's 25-cent beers, but when you go home from the bar to your hotel, wild dogs everywhere.
4: So well, that's probably a downside. Yeah, but I think they
2: need to get a pet. As you get older, it's good to have a pet.
4: It's good to so have a pet? You pick up, you could, yeah, and it's cheap. A dog costs a couple, in, in America, a dog costs a couple thousand if you want a good one. You're right. You get I a think hybrid, if you want one that's mixed. In Cambodia, you get a mix for free. So. Yeah, you know? I think those dogs are this, free. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, Cambodian exactly. street dogs are free. We're way off track here. No.
4: All right. So you're saying no to
2: Cambodia? I, I'm, I'm, they no. have massages, happy ending, Says Kaplan's uncle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you got a dog has to give them to you. So that's... Uh, uh, that's. Third country. All right. What do we got? We're really blown through these. Ecuador. Ooh. Ecuador. Lovely. What do we think about Ecuador, Jane Kaplan? Can't hear you.
4: And she's never been.
2: Oh, you've never been? Never been. Kaplan, have you been to Ecuador, right?
4: I have been to Ecuador, yes. I was there for a week. Have you been? No. Just Oh, I, I, one place I've been, you haven't been. That's rare. But it's, uh, it's a lovely place, good weather. Um, though I would say it's actually a perfect place for this concept. I was in this town, Montevito, uh, which is like a surfer town. It's on the beach, beautiful. And they have blackouts like every three days. It's like planned, which is great because that, it saves you money. Yes. On uh you don't have to do laundry. You don't have the power basically. Or what? Yeah, water.
2: and like everyone's trying to get off of Facebook.
4: Right. It's a great way to disconnect. It's like it's
2: planned. If you have a blackout and they don't
4: warn people. So like you just get there and then it just happens. Okay. You
2: know, like, what's going
4: on? Everyone towns like, Don't you know it's we have blackouts every four days. That's a positive. Yeah, well, it's a good way because then you can take advantage of the people who are coming through if you live there. Okay. Because they're not ready.
2: They're not ready for the black Oh, so you can, yeah, if you ever run out of your 30,000 a year, you can just (laughs) rob the tourists, I think is what he's trying to say. I bet you can charge
4: them for things. They don't have clothes, they don't have water.
2: All right, so that's it. So we've run out of time. Costa Rica, Cambodia, Ecuador, what do we pick?
4: Ecuador.
2: Ecuador says the person who's not Jan Catholic. Zimbabwe. Wait, what did you say? Zimbabwe? Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. (laughs) Zimbabwe. We're going off the map. Okay, what what did you say, Jan? Costa Rica. Jan Kaplan's retiring to Costa what? Rica, everybody. Would you round of applause for Jan. I think she should move to Florida, though. I don't I don't want to fly to Costa Rica to visit. So I change. Let's go back to Florida. No. Alright, Costa Rica. Kaplan keeps <laughs> his inheritance. Everybody, we're gonna get the show going. You guys, we have a ton of great comedians on tonight. The next comedian coming to the stage, she is hilarious. We met her a while ago. She's super, super funny. Everybody, put your hands together. Start clapping now! Start clapping now! Riman El Husseini! What's up, guys? Before we get to our next guest on this live podcast, I just want to jump in here and tell you that Ints is an app. You can get it in the app store. It's up to five-minute audio recordings, up to five-minute messages. You can, you can say something into your phone, press one button, directly links to Twitter. You can tweet it out. You can tweet out your voice instead of having to type stupid characters uh, still. So that's fun. And shout out to Ikram and the whole Ints crew who came down to this live podcast. Actually, a few minutes ago, when you heard someone in the crowd yell out "Zimbabwe," that was Ikram. So that's pulling back the curtain a little bit. What a crew! They've been supporting us from the beginning. We do it. We're at their studio all the time. Get Ints E N S E dot N Y C is their website. You can get it in the App Store. You can get it anywhere apps are found. All right, now back to our guest Iman El Husseini. Thank you for Iman-
0: so nice, thank you. Hello.
4: <laughs> so which was the bigger, so you were allowed to marry in America a yeah. couple years ago, and now? To get married, gay married. Gay marriage yeah. yeah, now to drive in Saudi Arabia, which was like the bigger long shot?
0: Well, I got, th- it's getting so loud <laughs> in here, out. it's terrifying. Um, it was, so I didn't get married in America because Canadians legalized right. gay marriage Ten years before you guys did. And women not, can drive. not to brag or anything, women dr- but women can drive
4: there too. In so Canada, yes, yes, okay. just yes just women checking. could
0: drive. Journalists. Yeah, I have. So I have mixed feelings about women being able to drive in Saudi Arabia. I think it's great news. It's good for them. But I really feel like at this point they're probably so fed up of driving. Just like remember the good old days when we had personal chauffeurs. That was, <laughs> that was great. I don't know about this.
4: All right. So, so <laughs> you're against it then. No, no. <laughs>
0: Well, my mom, my mom lived in Saudi Arabia. She didn't drive, and she had a very luxurious lifestyle, so I'm just assuming that... It's like an ultimate Uber driver. Well, that's it. Yeah, yeah. a full-time Uber driver, a personal Uber driver. Exactly. That doesn't sound... I would take that. I mean, me, me too. Yeah. Me yeah, too. Yeah.
4: I mean, my wife drives about an hour a year, would you say? <laughs> she does an hour a year? She, she does. Your wife
0: is here. She's oh, saying, yes. that's oh, So if we great. drive to
4: Montreal, it's about 8 hours, 9 hours. I think she does like between rest like a half hour or so. Yeah. So, you know, that's so I I it's we're we're very old fashioned that way. Yeah.
0: I so love yeah. that.
4: Yeah, my my daughter will play with um her Barbies and she always has Ken do the driving. Did you drive? And right. I've heard her right. say that. That's like, what she's used she's to. Like, yeah. She's like Ken has to drive. I'm like no, Barbie can drive. She's like no, Barbie can't drive. She, yeah. So she's I need I need now that Saudi Arabian women can drive. I need to really Right. I need to raise her in a, <laughs> this new modern world we're in, but uh,
2: yeah. I feel like so you mentioned that yeah. So oh. you mentioned that. Kevin uh, mentioned that like they, uh, gay marriage became legal recently in America. But to me, that was too. We looked it up, 2015. But it feels like a hundred years ago, because of so much shit <laughs> so that's well, happened it. in America in the past like two years. Right. But I don't know how you feel
0: about it. To me, it
2: feels like that was so long ago because. It was that it happens because every
0: day there's something new that yes. you're you're like what the f-? okay yeah um, what what's what's crazy and why it's a big deal that um, America legalized gay marriage three years ago um, is just because I feel like all of our rights are going to be taken away from us with the Supreme uh, Court yeah. right now right this is. This is going great, guys. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> the Award. I'm, when I'm he's down so here. good luck for the show. Okay, yeah. So I feel <laughs> like it? it's a big deal because we're probably like it, it. seems like old news because it'll probably be old news very soon when they take away the right of, of gay marriage and abortion round and, Iman for and getting
2: everything. Through
0: that sentence. Yeah.
2: Right. <laughs> round applause for Yvonne yeah. for getting through that sentence. Yeah. Yeah. Can anyone hear me?
4: Nothing, nothing. So you're saying by Trump's second term women won't be allowed to drive? Well, we women won't be allowed highway? to
0: drive, nothing, they're gonna, they're basically it's their swapping uh, rules with Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia's oh, okay. becoming more progressive so we, and America's so just we, gonna be handmaid's tale. Oh. So making Saudi Arabia You don't think again. so? The, uh, you don't think so? No, it's terrifying for me too, I know, <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so bad, that show, it's so, but don't you feel like that's what's happening? To America, yeah. I've never
2: seen it, but is it anything like (laughs) Ducktales?
0: I don't know. I haven't watched it either. I'd be totally fine with that. (laughs) I haven't watched it either. Just refreshing. Is there any
2: millionaires swimming through money? I guess there probably is. Yeah, it's sort of similar like Ducktales. All right, we do a news story.
0: News story, sure. Let's
2: do a news story. Play music. Young Americans. Oh, this is from Politico. Here's my problem. Is Politico real? I don't know what it is. Is it real or is it one of those th- things that's like accidentally alt right and I don't know that, and now I'm supporting the alt right just by reading the story? It's, it's real.
4: real or unbudsman.
2: <laughs> from Politico, young Americans are having <laughs> young Americans are having less sex than the generation before them. Netflix is Netflix some. Okay, yeah, a good point.
0: One Give person, a mic. I think this table should come up here. That's what I think. We have one person so that says Netflix. Yeah, that makes sense. We have one our person phones. Has, our phones are a big thing.
2: True. Netflix is the key.
0: Less sex. Oh, I thought you meant more. No, you meant less. No, yes. Oh, really? No.
4: <laughs> big debate.
0: <laughs> I think we're so distracted by our phones. Like, the only time I get intimate with my wife is when our, like, batteries are dead. You know what I mean?
4: No just, Wi-Fi.
2: It's yeah, so
0: just go on like, vacation. oh, we're charging the phone. Wait, this is I another great
2: th- reason to move to... Uh, Ecuador, where oh, they have this black... Is my parents <laughs> are talking about it.
0: They have, don't they have iPhones there? They, everybody has no, iPhones.
2: If there's no electricity for three days at a time, what else are you going to do?
0: Oh, yeah. We're back, baby! Yeah. No, then Gaza we, sounds appealing, too, all of a sudden. That's so,
2: Kaplan, what I'm saying is your parents should retire to <laughs>
0: Ecuador. Florida. They have great Wi-Fi in
4: Florida. Back to that.
2: Because... If you go to most nice hotels now, they always... Uh, yeah. Wait, Cap, you want him to go to the place with the best possible Wi-Fi yes, on it? <laughs> of course.
5: <We>
2: <laughs> Can I read a little more of this story here? Yeah, read yes. some more. Politico, American, okay. American adults are having sex about nine fewer times per year compared to adults in the late 1990s. Now, this makes you think, who are these psychos who are counting...
0: How many uh, times last? The like, amount
2: of times in a year... And then reporting nine less than before. I lived in the late
4: 90s. Who were these adults having sex then? I don't remember that. I don't remember this.
2: The only way this possibly makes sense is if the number is like 13. And then now the number is four. Because who counts to like the hundreds and hundreds?
4: Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know how many people in the audience know. How I many times we've had sex this past what year? What if like, but.
0: porn has something to do with it too? Because it's oh, more I mean, right now. It's like more abundant. Free. Back then, it was it's free. Yeah, it's
2: free in the '90s. You had to go uh, find a loser Dialogue. at a in a parking lot
4: <laughs> and to ask him videotape. to buy it for you. <laughs> right. Is that where you got your porn turned no, Sac- We're in Sacramento with they? <laughs> Where's the parking lot? <laughs> that, uh, <laughs>
2: Did you just ask me, where is a parking lot in uh, Sacramento? Where's the parking where
4: lot? I don't understand this. this uh, yeah. No, but I you think, the, yeah, it's a Netflix. It's too much, too many options. Too many
0: options. There's so many shows
4: you have to watch, and people talk about it constantly, all these shows. But you would think it's, people
0: would get more sexual that everything is, like, available or not. I don't know. I don't I know. Think it's of, no. I think it
2: comes down to free time. Yeah. I think people think they have way less free time now than they used to, and people only have sex when they have free time,
0: apparently. Right.
2: Yeah. That How about Canadians? What, what's going on in Canada?
0: I think we're doing great. We have a sexy prime minister. Uh, everybody, everybody's horny all the time, and People. it's uh, yeah.
2: yeah. But everyone just yeah. wants to have sex with the prime minister. Well, the
0: prime minister, but it makes them. You know, when you see somebody attractive and you can't get them, you settle for your partner. I don't know. I don't know. I'm making up <laughs> stuff right now. I don't know.
2: Right. Yeah. Well, and so I, now that we're on the topic of making
0: up stuff, what about wait. Kuwait? <laughs> Kuwait with the sex? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's great. I think there's. <laughs> Listen, I think it's really great. And I think in a place like that where sexuality is not really discussed, they probably have even more sex because it's sort of like forbidden, right? And there's a lot of gay sex, there's a lot, of, but everything is on the down low. Yeah. So it's like hooking up with somebody at the office you're not supposed to hook yes. up with. That's all of Kuwait. You How's know? the Wi Fi in Kuwait? <laughs> what
4: is How's that? How's the Wi Fi in Kuwait? I think excellent. Oh, so no. Yeah. No, it's pro- they
2: probably. Do they block sites? A lot. It's a even lot. better than I good mean, for you sex. You know what?
0: I remember getting uh, the Whitney Houston album, the fir- her first album, just because like there's a documentary on her right now um, on Netflix. Is it on Netflix? Back to Netflix. The Netflix. First, <laughs> That's why you can have sex. The, the first th- album I got from her, I love her so much. And you know how she's, it's the orange uh, cover. Do you guys remember? I feel like, yeah. yeah. Do you remember that? And she's sleeveless on, on the cover. When it came to Kuwait, she was like fully, not in a burqa, but like <laughs> covered until her arms were completely. And she Locked probably out.
2: banged her way through that whole country. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's our time, everybody.
3: Iman El Hussein! Thank you. Thank
2: you, Iman. You guys, our next comedian of the night. This guy is hilarious. He tours all over the world doing stand up comedy. He's coming to the stage right now. Please put your hands together for the very funny DC Benny. <laughs> it's going to take him a while. Keep it going for DC
6: Benny. I think I sit here. Let us pray these mics work. Let us pray. Yeah, oh, thank you, brother. <laughs> All right. We're, we're doing, doing Ming right, River yeah, baijo shots right. here. All right, here goes the Gowanus Canal oh. baijo oh. Oh, oh.
2: Wow.
6: Good Lord. That
2: is smooth. That'll put some uh, hair there. Simon, that's smooth stuff. Wow. I've had a year. I've been drinking baijo for 12 years. And that's the smoothest baijiu I've ever had. Is this your first time drinking it?
6: I think I may have had it with you in China. You oh, probably I did. Just, I don't remember too much of that <laughs> trip, though.
2: <laughs> this was better, though. Yeah,
6: yeah, that was. This, this is, is from the, the Ming be, This river. is the best uh, main river. Ming River. Main, we only yeah. deal
4: with the best rivers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this river. There's a lot of bad mm. rivers in China. You got to be careful. Yeah. That's, uh, Our baijiu
6: that's a, comes
2: from the best river.
6: Good yeah. body of water there, and that. Uh, yeah. So you were
2: last time we talked to last time we talked to you on our podcast you had just got back from Israel. Yes. How was that trip? That was crazy. Was that your first time?
6: That was my first time there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I did a tour in uh, Israel. These guys are, are doing the uh, the Ming River. Uh, These guys are going to be yeah. uh, face down in the They're Ming River pretty out. soon. <laughs> it's going to be bye bye round oh, eye. Oh, yeah. That's what Ming River. <laughs> so Israel. Uh, Israel was great. Uh, you know i don 't speak uh, Hebrew, so I just made it up when I got there and you know, I took English and added and uh, you know so uh, hello uh, you know, <laughs> it's kind of hot, uh. and um, uh, that works It was great it was great it was uh, you know there, there was stuff I, by the end of the tour, I had like a half hour of material just from being there, from the cultural differences like it 's the only place i 've ever been where if you see a group of, a group of teenagers armed with automatic weapons, you're supposed to feel comforted. You know what I mean? They're, the, <laughs> they're everywhere. They're in the army. And they're fifteen. Um <laughs> one guy. It was great. Uh, uh uh the long and short of Israel was we were there, we were performing for these very kind of religious groups. I couldn't say anything about anything. We're in the you know, the West Bank and here and this and you can't say this, you can't say that. Blah blah. You know, the rabbi comes to talk to you first. You know, don't say this. Don't say that. Okay. And uh, you know, uh, don't talk about uh, poor. Is your wife okay, Jewish? If she's not Jewish, don't say. Okay. Don't say anything about. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, deal. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was unbelievable. So uh, the day, so I'm there with the this guy who won Star Search in the '80s, who was hilarious. He did a PowerPoint presentation, which <laughs> killed this power. Pa- anyway, for engineers. It was about being an engineer. So, I mean, everybody's like, yeah, you don't need it There was all these engineers there. He'd do the PowerPoint. It's crazy. You don't want it's that like, guy
2: opening for you.
6: No, that no. guy just annihilated And this Italian chick... Uh, <laughs> the funniest comedians in the world have PowerPoint presentations. Oh. let me t- this guy was hilarious. I'm like, how does he think of this stuff? You know, it was all engineering jokes. It's like, you know, you know graphs and whatever. He's
2: like, he tells a punchline, no one laughs. He's like, wait for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs>
6: and uh, it was him, and then I was working with this Italian uh, girl, uh, Tammy Pescatelli, uh, she was great. she was great. but she, uh, she, and she was very she was watching the news, and I wasn't watching the news. I never watched the news. So it was right when Trump was going to announce uh, whether he was going to move the embassy uh, from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. We were performing in Tel Aviv right next to the embassy on the last couple of shows. So he announced, so my wife calls me in the morning and she's like, this is Three days of rage. He announced it. It's three days of rage. I'm like, What are you what? talking about? <laughs> is, what are you talking about? Three days? Because I haven't Some been watching up the news. The show, so, <laughs> so everybody's very upset that he's going to do it. So we got to show that. Oh, uh, so uh, Tammy shows up to my hotel room. Oh, also we had a security guy taking us around that had a gun. So that was good, but that guy disappeared. That guy just disappeared <laughs> on that when that happened. So we don't have the guy. He and was in the three days embassy. of rage. Right? That guy was out of there. You know, he's like, "Hey, get the go. There. And then uh, it was <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> so it's just she. She's like, uh, she's freaking out. You know, because she's like, well, you know, we don't. What are we gonna do? The guy with the guns gone. If something, some stuff happens. So she, she uh, took two steak knives from the Sabbath dinner the night before and wrapped them in napkins. So she comes and brings me a steak knife. And she's like, in case some shit breaks out. She's Italian, right? (laughs) So we walk around, I got a steak knife in my fanny pack. I feel like an idiot, you know? She's got one in her purse. And everybody wants to go to the mall, right? And we're like, well, I don't want to go to the mall. And they're like, no, we just go to the mall just to before the last show that night. So we go to the mall. There's a guy with a metal detector at the mall. We're like, hey, uh, we can't go into the mall today. (laughs) They're like, why not? We can't leave yet. We're not going into the mall, right? So I got to throw the knife in the trash can. She stashes her in the bush. I'm like, why is the guy with the metal detector? like, "Ah, someone suicided, bombed themselves like a month ago. I'm like, this is fucking great. You know, this place is... Yeah, you know, we come out of the mall. Uh, we get the knives out of the trash can, put it back in a fanny pack. Oh. <laughs> uh, it, it was so hilarious. This guy, these two people are sitting eating ice cream. I'm reaching in the trash can. Excuse me one minute. Let me get this steak knife. <laughs> put it in my fanny pack. That's uh, you know Brooklyn. Um, Aren't they supposed to call the police at that point? See
4: something, say something. Like,
6: a, yeah, right. People don't, a, don't care. They're like, yeah. Eh, eh, eh. So, uh, so we do the show that night, and then people are like, uh, everybody comes up. They're like, you're flying out tonight. You're flying out tonight, right? Because the, they're moving the embassy in the blah. I'm like, I can't. I'm flying out tomorrow morning, right? I'm flying out tomorrow morning. So uh, I, uh, I fly out the next day. My wife's calling three days of rage. This Tammy's got the <laughs> knife. It's, I, I'm just, you know. So I fly out the next day, but there's a layover in Istanbul. And apparently the news got there, and I'm sitting, it was so surreal, because they had these Morgan Freeman for Turkish airline ads everywhere you go, it was like Blade Runner. And he's just there, and with the moles, and you know, and he's like, he, he, talking about Turkish airlines, and uh, and, uh, and and in the airport, it looked like, the the Turkish airport, it was like, it looked like everybody in there had just chased Indiana Jones or some shit. You know, like it was, what? I mean, I can't explain it. It was not like a regular airport. Everybody's There's like, snakes on wally wally. you know, and, and there was that whole, you know, <laughs> the fez, someone's got a monkey with the grinder. And yeah, and I'm trying to keep it low profile. I'm trying to be all low profile. And this pack of dudes is following me around the airport, right? I'm trying to be low profile and blend in. And I'm in the bathroom and just about, you know, waiting for my connecting flight just to get out of there being all low profile and these guys come up to me, I'll never forget this, and one of them comes out and he's got like no fronts, you know, and he's like, uh, he's like, American, yes, <laughs> American, yes. And I looked at that guy and I was like, No, mate, I'm from down under, just <laughs> having a bit of a visit. Yeah, it's nice to walk about, yeah. Because <laughs> I look not Australian is the point. Um, and it worked. so. Uh, you have a yeah. tan. I feel like that would help. Yeah, yeah. well, then I didn't. I was, I was uh, pale with fear. And the steak uh, knife. In the bathroom. I didn't yeah. yeah, have the steak, the snake, no, have the steak oh, knife oh, there, yeah. there anymore. I had to ditch it in another trip. Yeah, you again. can't just airport. But so that, yeah, that was, those are some uh, parts of the Israel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> story. I hope you enjoyed. That that's a great yeah, yeah, right 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 place to visit. The point
4: is, don't. you've got to get direct flights. Don't take layovers.
6: Great hummus there.
4: DC Bennett, everybody. That's our time. That's some great news.
2: One more time for DC Benny, everybody. We're gonna keep this show moving. So next comic in the room, yep, he's right here. You guys. How are we doing, Baijo table? Wow, well, we got a Bijo table over here. You guys need Bai Joe? We have one and two and then we have like maniacs on each side, and then people in the middle are just horrified. By everything that's going on. Should we bring your next comedian to the stage? Yeah.
3: What's
2: up, buddy? Alright, this guy is hilarious. You know him from Last Comic Standing, you know him from Master of None. You're gonna see him right here, right now. Monroe Martin, everybody.
5: Clap it up for me. I just, yeah. These yeah. people are these people are terrible. Hey. You knew that the whole time? Huh? Oh, I don't give a
2: fuck. Here's the thing. <laughs> Myro, when your show is sponsored by an alcohol company, it's a double-edged sword. Ah, you
5: fucking know. Yeah. This show should hand- be sponsored by, like, an indica company. A <laughs> Some what? shit that just make weed. You don't know your strands of weed? You don't. <laughs> so,
2: Myro and, and I toured in China a few years yes. ago. And I don't know if we talked about this, but do you know that the we, toured, we were at a comedy club called Carbon, and a month after we performed there, the show was so good, the club burned down. It literally did burn down. Wait, I was the last show? You were the last show
5: yeah. at a comedy club in China. This how, place about to burn down. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so
4: everyone enjoy the show tonight. How was your
5: <laughs> For insurance money. Monroe, <laughs> how was your China trip? It was fucking great. Yeah. If, if you, like, I don't know, China, just, it was just amazing for me. Just being black somewhere else besides America. It's fucking great. Like, they thought it was professional athlete here. <laughs> people are like, what's up, big stupid? Like, you know, they didn't see me like, you don't look like you could play shit, but over there they believe in me, and that's... That's all that matters. You want to you be around more people who make you feel good about yourself. You know? Did you fuck with them and tell them? tell them that you played for someone, or you just let them? Nah, shit, I ain't going to fucking ruin the fantasy. Because I feel like if I give them information, then they can research it. But if I just let them create it, then Uh, they're just going to walk away with that idea. Like, oh shit, I met one of the Lakers. It's like, no you didn't. (laughs) But if they'd asked me what team did I play for, they'd have fucking Googled it right in front Uh, of me.
2: It's no good. Yeah, but here's the thing you didn't think about: they don't have Google.
5: Oh yeah, uh, no, they got—they don't, <laughs> don't fuck with Google. What do y'all use to get all your information? What do they use? Baidu and Faidu? Faidu? Okay, oh. all right. <laughs> I think
2: it's Baidu,
4: It yeah.
5: just doesn't sound as dope as Google.
2: Don't worry, the Lakers aren't on Fire. I'm a Faidu
5: it. Don't worry, yo. Hell, <laughs> it, it sounds terrible. I'm a Faidu it.
2: Should we do a news story? Yeah. do
5: whatever the fuck you the want last your one podcast? so
2: well oh cap i think you have opinions on this hey this is actually good this is good news they found uh, all the kids in the in the cave in thailand huh yeah
4: <laughs> see everyone's just sad.
2: the whole soccer team got found kaplan you're a soccer coach. well it's
4: very personal to me i am a soccer coach i people podcast listeners know i've coached two seasons of my son's uh, six-year-old team and we haven't won a game no <laughs> wins in two seasons and I don't teach the fundamentals. on, like, I don't know where, what part of the foot you're supposed to kick the ball. That's still. your fault. I know you're supposed to not use Yo, your hands. That's your fault. Yeah, but guess what? They can no longer say I'm the worst soccer coach of all time, because what I have not done that is put my kids into a cave to
5: get trapped. No, they're flipping it. They're already saying he's a great coach because he kept them alive. It's like, oh, oh that's God. his job. So my you're saying, they next, make a goal.
2: So, Cap, maybe what you need to do next year is run him into a cave and then yeah. get him out.
5: Yeah, yes. bring him into a cave. Lost River
4: Caverns in Pennsylvania, I know of. One cave this I know. This show is We're...
2: called Lost in America. Oh, but what let... more of a hint do you need to get your son and all his friends <laughs> lost cool. in a cave? That'd Let's great
4: dissect it a little
5: bit. Well, I'll have my son not show up that week. He'll be sick. Let's dissect <laughs> it a little bit. Are you comfortable with a grown man chaperoning kids in a cave? Uh, yeah, put it that way. Hey! <laughs> Dude, but they were, that's was the initiation. first place. Maybe that's, that's my American cynicism that the first thing I go to is just people did some fucked up shit. There's like 12 kids and the coach trapped in the cave. I'm like, dad, fucking coach. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you doing down there? That's the first place where mine go. And then they go, oh, it was a ritual. They went to sign the wall. I was like, mm-hmm. Mm-mm. I Two
2: miles, it. right?
5: Two fucking yeah. miles to sign the wall?
2: They got walls You closer. walked
5: past two miles of wall. What'd that have to do with anything? <laughs> <laughs> what did say? Yeah, she no. said they're soccer players. It's like, duh. <laughs> we we established that already. <laughs> what do yeah, you think? You're shape, fucking you're right. dribbling the ball down the cave. Yeah, did they even have, t- did they have a ball with them when they went? They left all their oh. shit uh, at the front of the cave.
4: My soccer team would not be able to run two miles, I can tell you that much. Bunch <laughs> of fat kids? <laughs>
5: There's a bunch maybe, of fat kids. They are tired.
4: <laughs> they need to be carried. They could not.
5: We
3: never made it in. A team in. full and of they, goalies. But they're very the
4: smart. Guy. They all could have written their names really fast. They could have done drawings in those caves. They could have done a lot. At minimum,
2: they would need a snack halfway. Yeah.
5: <laughs> Some yeah. oranges, yeah. a couple you trophies. Those kids are there for like three weeks. You know, Do you think your fat kids would be, <laughs> <to laughs> be able to not be able to eat a Lunchable every 30 minutes? I w- so a good coach is prepared for that. Uh-huh. I-, I was
4: very good. When I was on snack duty, I couldn't make decisions. I'd bring like three snacks. So I would be ready. I'd have orange slices, some crackers. <laughs> would, they, would
5: all your fat kids be able to fit through the thing to get <laughs> out? It'll be one fit. They're stuck because one fat kid can't get out. <laughs> and they're pushing them. Come on, Jeremy. Jeremy's a fat name for some reason. <laughs> they're also behind it, kicking him. Well, come too.
2: on, Jeremy. We're going to die.
4: That's a very popular Thai name. So, yeah.
5: Yeah. <laughs> no, we're talking about Japanese. Oh, uh, my team, yeah. yeah. We, no. We, no
4: my, that's a Brooklyn team. They're all like Hudson and oh. there's, there's no Jeremy. It's Jeremy's it's a dead name now.
2: Monroe Martin, everybody! <laughs> Round of <laughs> applause for Monroe Martin!
4: Thank you very
2: much, sir. Yeah. Good job. Cap, you stay up here. Yeah. We're changing things up. All right, so one more time for my row, everybody. One more time for my row. We're down to our last guest of the night. We got any Barstool Sports fans in here? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So our last guest of the night, I met this man years ago in China. This guy, he's not, he's not a stand-up comedian. He's going to come in. gonna do, We're just going to talk to him. He, we are lost in America. This guy has been lost in China for years. He's from Boston. That's all we really know. He's from Boston. I met him stumbling through the streets of Shanghai one night. He's, we've been hanging out ever since. Now he's working for Barstool Sports. Somehow he got hired at Barstool Sports. They've flown him back to America. Donnie. Give it up for our good friend Donnie, everybody. We want to find out what he's up to.
7: Hey, how are you? Donnie. <laughs> Donnie, how, are, we how are you doing? I'm doing great, man. Happy to be back in the uh, U.S. of A.
2: Happy to have you here. You guys know Donnie? <laughs> Donnie, when did, so you've been in China. Uh, you're from Boston. Yeah. You went out to China. Unclear. I, I don't know why, but I know we met out there. And then you're, you started working for Barstool Sports. We started filming these videos of just your life, right? Documentary style.
7: Yeah, I was making videos for about like four years before working for Barstool Sports. But I convinced them finally to make me their foreign correspondent.
2: Because everyone wants to know what would happen if someone like you, a real Boston can I say townie? Is that, I don't know if that's say offensive.
7: Asshole, right? Masshole is a actually mass-hole? the more appropriate term. Yeah.
2: If a yep. real Boston masshole got out to <laughs> China and interacted with Chinese people. You, by the way, have you been drinking the baijo shots tonight?
7: I had one shot. How about you guys? Have you guys sampled it at all? That is like the liquor of choice in China. Can you believe it? So, Donnie, so what a lot
2: of people do is they, like, they, they might go to another... If they want to go live in another culture, in another country, they might want to get there and experience and kind of become part of the other culture. Yes. What I like about you is you kind of did the opposite. You wanted to bring Boston to China.
7: Whoa. I mean, that's like... Is that I, not true? I think I've done a very good job immersing myself in the culture out there. But, I mean,
2: to, to I, each their I own. mean, it is a compliment, but you did start an American football team in China, correct?
7: Um, I actually didn't start the league. There was an American football league out in China when I was already out there. It had already been going around for like going on for four years, and I joined the team. I helped them win a Super Bowl, which is oh, why I have this that. ring here. No big deal. <laughs> Donnie is a Super Bowl champion of China, everybody. Yes, champ of China. Dude, I played I played D6 Massachusetts high school football. That's as <laughs> that's as high as I got. Now I'm a Super Bowl champion in did, China. Did um, the
4: fans eat horse shit after you won? No, no, oh, they not, did. That's they, not a they, real was, Super Bowl,
7: then. There
2: was there was.
7: <laughs> None of those best. I joined a strong team, so okay. I think people thought we were going to we win. expected. Yeah. Well, what position up. did you play? I played defensive end. Defensive?
2: Defense. Yeah, how, how big are you for a defensive end?
7: Um, I, For the U.S., I'm very small for a defensive end uh, if I was playing in the NFL. But, you know, out in China, I was definitely a solid size. But don't get me wrong. Like, there were some... I was not, like, I'm like, Go, I just waltzed on the team, and I'm like, I'm better than the, the entire team. I was a very average player on that team. Humble. A lot of the Chinese players have gotten very good at American football in a short period of time. They ah. played for, like, four years, and we had, like, a 250-pound offensive lineman who probably could have played, like, D3 college in the U.S., which is, is, is pretty good. Has he seen the blind side? Does he know his value? Is he, <laughs> oh, well, he was not adopted, oh, so, yeah, <laughs> yeah un- unfortunately, that's why he's playing bit of there any random in China.
4: Americans there guys who could there, make guys who couldn't
7: make in the NFL and they're just we had a someone who played at little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a
2: little bit of a
7: little bit of a little bit of a He bit of a little bit of a little bit the skill levels on this team varied from someone who played D1 college in the U.S. to we also had two females on our team. So wow. it's a very wide margin. Wow. Equality,
4: Equality right? Yes:
7: Equality. Let's hear it. Is it Jamarcus Russell? It's who about
1: time.
2: It's and I think, I think they
7: both scored one touchdown over the course of the season.
2: That's all, that's all you
7: allowed them? No, do? no, no. It's just like, <laughs> well, one guy played defense mainly, but they brought him on offense for a play he scored. And then she, right? No, no. That was the guy, the, oh, the dude from okay. LSU. And then they brought a chick. Uh, we, were, we were up maybe like 69 to 0, 68 to hey. 0. Wow, and wow. They, they, they threw in the one girl on our team, and she just pounded it in. Yeah, There you go. Shout out to Piper Who. Piper, Piper
2: Who? Hill! Wow coming to the NFL soon. Okay, so now you're back in New York. I mean, you're back in the United States. Yeah. And you came back 2 days ago, and what I find hilarious is that this is true. Your first day back in America, you got jury duty in Boston. Ew.
7: That uh, yeah, <laughs> very gross. So, you, I you live I mean, in another
2: country. You Please get out of it.
7: Don't wrap me out, but I'm on a tourist visa in China. I'm actually still technically a Massachusetts resident. Uh-huh. So um, <laughs> that's why I had to return. We're calling ICE
2: China ice immediately. You get, but you didn't get picked?
7: Um, I didn't get picked. And, I mean, I was prepared not to get picked because I'm in China. I'm back in the U.S. for only about two months, and I could not, like, waste three of those days sitting on, like, a jury and a trial. So I walked in, and I had a bunch of, like, excuses planned out. Like, I was tried to tell him like oh i work for like a controversial media company called Barstool Sports and like <laughs> and then i tried to like be like oh well i have important meetings down there but then they're like dude you work for fucking Barstool Sports right, you don't yeah. have like I important kind of meetings that one. you have to be at <laughs> so luckily when i walked in it was a case some dude was suing his like best friend because he swerved from some dogs and then he hit his head on like the front <laughs> of the car right. and, and hurt his neck <laughs> And fucking like Hollywood couldn't cast a bigger like trash bag than this dude. <laughs> he he was a white dude. He actually had Chinese tattoos all oh, down so his you neck. Can't be on the trial. And it said like loyalty. <laughs> I uh, you would know what the characters said. I I wish you were there. I knew. I'm
2: suing my best friend, but I have a loyalty tattoo. <laughs> yes. On my face.
7: It said Dunkin' Donuts. It's Boston. But- yes. No. I I would not be surprised. Uh, the like just greasy hair, like hat one of the worst haircuts I've seen in my life. So normally, no, honestly, if I wasn't in a rush to like not do jury duty, I would sit on the juror and not judge him based on his looks. But because I didn't want to be there, the judge was like, does anyone have bias in this case? And I walked, I was like, this guy looks like a scumbag. And, uh, and he was like, what? And I was like, he was like, why do you say that? And I was like, well, did you see his Neck tattoo? And like, and he was like, people with neck tattoos can get injured in car accidents. And I was like, that's very true. Me- Listen, judge, I'm just trying to be honest with you. I think he's guilty. And then he was like, uh, and the judge was finally like, all right, well, you are biased and you can leave. So that's really all you have to do if you don't want to sit in a jury. Just be like, nope, he did it. Right. Well, I thought, in B- usually they say
4: you pretend to be racist, but in Boston, I didn't even think that'd work, so. How yes jury
7: <laughs> well this was a white dude i was talking right. about um yeah i think even if i wanted to get out of jury duty if it was like a black guy i wouldn't have been able to be like yeah i think he did it like right. i would just well, you I, have a barstool sports it. So no. yeah i would i wouldn't <laughs> have been able to do it but no this guy did look like a criminal all ah, well, there you go. Yeah. he's so guilty. donnie what you have a, you also
2: have on barstool sports a very popular cooking show
7: Yes, it's called <laughs> Gooned Up with the Wonton Don. We make a different type of Rangoon every week.
2: Okay, so here's my first question. I said this to Kaplan earlier today. Yeah, I told true. Kaplan that you invented Rangoons. Because I've yeah. never heard of that food. I've heard of, I know, like I see what they look like, the wontons. That but I thought enough? you made up the name Rangoon. Crab Rangoon. Does
4: everyone know Crab Rangoon? <laughs> it's,
2: yeah,
4: yeah. Woo, let's hear it for Rangoons.
2: Wait, wait, wait. Can I ask... Does anyone not know what a crab rangoon is? Okay, me and Kaplan's parents.
4: <laughs> yeah, they don't eat crab though. They're they're, they're good Jews.
2: Well, oh, it's, it's imitation crab. need to crab. hit me right, up because yeah. I
7: make So how do you Rangons.
2: how do you make them? So is this a Boston
7: wonton? That's my first question. No, I mean you go to Chinese places in New York uh, besides the one across the street from here. They did not have crab rangoons. Ah. I think that's because it's also half Cuban, right? Yeah, the Cubans are anti-Rangoon. Yeah, the Cubans are anti-Rangoon, I guess. But no, I mean, it's not just Boston. I think it's the Northeast. They call uh, the cream cheese crab wontons crab Rangoons. It's a uh, wonton with some crab. (laughs) Fake crab. It's fake crab. Wait, cream cheese is not Chinese food. Can I say that? (laughs) No, no. So this is is American (laughs) Chinese food. It's very, I think it was invented in San Francisco at like at trader vicks
2: trader vicks which yeah the budget trader joe's yes, yes.
7: i've never <laughs> been to trader vicks they claim to have invented it possibly rangoon used to be the capital of myanmar i believe Ooh. yeah
3: oh there fun you know. fact right there
7: yeah it's yeah. A burmese delicacy crab rangoon uh fun yeah no. but yeah it's fake crab cream cheese uh, some garlic a little bit of green onion at least, I mean, this is how I make it. Some people claim that there's no crab in the Crab Rangoon, but some places use very little, just tiny specks. But believe me, there is something crab-like in that.
2: Okay, and here's the last thing I want to get your opinion on. I know that they just opened a P.F. Chang's
7: right.
2: in Shanghai. Yes. I swear to you this is true. And how's the Crab Rangoon? That's the- Donnie went there, and you did a review, you did a tasting. How? Please tell us about... P.F. Chang's in... Like, we took our worst possible Chinese food and exported it to China.
7: They were very, very bad. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I took offense to it because for a while... I mean, here in America, like everybody's making crab rangoons, but apparently not. Seeing you had no Never idea. But in my circle, a lot of people make crab rangoons. A lot of restaurants do. So, but in China, I was the only one making rangoons because it's American Chinese food. It's not Chinese. That's your corner making
4: them at home. And then like,
7: they encroached on my turf, so I had to go and sample the goons. And um, <laughs> they taste like it. I threw my goons in like a washing machine. They just washed all the flavor and like a. Threw in a little bit of laundry detergent into those goons. They were horrible. But that's how all their food tastes, you know. Their defense. I don't. Isn't I don't. I, I don't think I've. I went to a P.F. Chang's once in huh? the U.S. Maybe like five or six years ago. So I didn't really have anything to compare it to. So
2: Donnie, but, uh, I, last thing, I, I want to ask you if you've had any crazy stories.
7: Yes, I want to just the final thought on food. I think Boston makes better crab rangoons than uh, New York City, okay. but New York City makes a much better <laughs> bacon egg and cheese than Boston. That's my last thought on food, and I think that's the I don't eat, The fact I,
2: that this table is offended by that means you've had way too many Ming River baijos. Yeah.
7: And
4: yes. And as a Jew who eats Chinese food every uh, Christmas day, I guess say well, I don't eat either of those things. I don't, Crabber and Groon, not, but.
2: I think it's I'm time to close eat. this show out, but before yeah. we do, I know you have a last story you want to tell us. I know you have a special guest.
4: Oh,
7: yeah. He's
2: going to help you tell that story.
7: Yes. So
2: let you take it away.
7: I have like I wanted to share some stories, but it's like a 20-minute story if I just tried to tell it. So I'm gonna sum it all up into like a two-minute song, and I'm bringing on special guest Francis Ellis. First ever musical number.
2: Sports, everybody. Yeah. Francis, how you doing?
7: Hey, how are you? How are you? How are you? Hello, everybody. So normally I'm a proponent of trying everything once except for Yaba, and uh, Yaba is also the name of this song. Do we have Time Flies in the audience? <laughs> oh, you shit! Shout out Time Flies. What up, Brett? I'll talk to you after the show. It's just a two-minute folk song of sorts, but it has a powerful message that I think you will all enjoy. Do you need me to leave a mic up here? No, All right, cool. All right, cool.
3: <laughs> Woo! Went down to Laos, I was looking for a thrill. A man came up to me and offered a purple pill. He said, it's yaba, yaba." And have some fun. He said it's Yaba. Yaba. I took one because I'm done. Headed out the restaurant to take a little stroll. I was walking way too fucking fast. I mean, I was on a rope, I asked this Aussie bro, why do I have a little pep in my step? He said because he just took Yaba. And that's another word for meth. Crystal now. Yaba! Yaba, yaba, daba, do. I was on yaba, yaba. I was up for a day or two. My heart started racing. I started chewing my cheeks. I lost my shoes but didn't notice, cause I couldn't feel my feet. I couldn't find my guest house either, so I had to book another hotel. I tried to sleep in vain for an hour, but then I smelled that smell. Fire, fire! Fire! Holy fucking shit! My pillow was on fire. Fire! My room was still fucking lit. So when I finally sobered up, oh man, I felt like death. My cheeks and my feet were bleeding. I couldn't even take a step. So kids, when they say do yaba, please tell me that you just say no. Stick to drinking booze and cranking hoons and maybe a little blow. Okay. But don't do yaba, 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 dude. But don't do yaba, 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 don't do yaba, too. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Donnie does
2: and Francis Ellis, everybody. Thanks Francis, that. thanks for doing it. That is our show, everybody. Thank you all for coming out. Round yeah. applause for
7: Thanks for having me, man. One more time for Kaplan,
2: everybody. Last thing we have to do, this is the Lost in America podcast. You can get it on iTunes. Everyone, get your phones out right now. This episode will be out next Wednesday. Get your phones out. Subscribe to the podcast. We come out every single Wednesday. We interview comedians from around the world, telling stories from around the world. That's it, Cap. What should we do?
4: Happy birthday, Mom. Let's get lost.
2: Get lost, everybody. Good night.